if it hasn't been clear already, I want to make a declarative statement so there is no confusion. I believe the market we are heading into for the next five months, the winter months, the slow months, the seven and a half, eight percent mortgage rate is the time to do the work and write disrespectful offers. Beth and I are going to talk about what is a disrespectful offer, how to make them in the right way, because I think there is a wrong way to do it. But Beth, yeah. what do you think? Market's slowing hey, down, well, high rates. Yeah. So I have a, I agree with that. I do have to the the term disrespectful offer doesn't quite fit me right because i i mean i know <laughs> you love it that's hey you know what it all it's all just it, it, semantics it a good it's semantics but i think you vision. can make a low offer um in a respectful way but um but i but the point being like can you make an offer significantly below list some might call that low ball i think there's a difference between a uh, what we're talking about in a low ball, which is sometimes just absurd, but I've done those before too, in certain circumstances. And yeah. every once in a while that is appropriate. But yeah. um, as well, far let's, as getting... let's put a, let's put a framework around this. Yeah. Because I, what I want people to hear, at least, these are all my opinions. And as always disagree with me, I think there's a right time and a wrong time to write these low ball, disrespectful, yeah. cheap, whatever you want to call it. I want to be very clear with folks, please, don't write these on any listings that are under 30 days. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not the time that is, let's not do that. That is not okay. But Hey, free game, in my opinion, over 30 days, how does that feel? Yes. And I so you have to know, you have to be able to know your market and your buy box well enough to spot these anomalies or these opportunities right. where it makes sense. Usually the agent and the seller know on some level, if something's kind of pushing it a little bit on the price, they know they've gotten other feed. Once it's been on the market for a little while, they've been getting feedback and they've been seeing they're not getting the showings. They're not getting the offers they want. You might not be the first low offer. Sometimes they need to be ready to accept lower. And it's a process that people go through that takes time. Oftentimes they want to try yeah. for higher, but when you're like you're saying, if somebody comes in with a hot new listing and offers, you know, twenty percent under on day one, it's not going to go anywhere because let's say if something is listed at six hundred thousand, a seller, if you put yourself in the seller's shoes, they're going to want to see if they can get five fifty before they go to five hundred. Typically, right. like you wouldn't want to go just go straight from six hundred to five hundred, like right out of the shoot. Like no, you, you would have listed. You would have put it at a different number if that's. Yes. If you're willing to take five hundred on the first day, you wouldn't have listed it at six hundred. Right. Yeah. They probably would have listed it at five hundred and get a bidding war, and then it goes up to five fifty or whatever. You know, there's yeah. different strategies, but, um, but if something has been on the market for several months. And it's a little bit, especially if the property is a little bit unusual, where it's like a shoe that's only going to fit certain people. You know, it's like yeah. if it's a, if it's something that's going to be specific to a very niche buyer, mm -hmm. and you're that niche buyer, and they've been waiting for you to come along, yeah. and if you can make it good and fair on other all the other terms, to find out what's important to them too. You really got to talk to the agent to learn about what this the um buyers sorry seller's situation is so that sometimes you can get some on the price and maybe give back on some other things that they need yeah like maybe they get to spend a little more time in the house or one of my favorites they can leave stuff that maybe yeah, they yep. i'm a big fan jump. of that one we've talked about that before but that's one of my favorites yeah and 
So I would say that there is a right time for it. And that's usually when it's at least 30 days, but I love the ones more that are like, I don't know, 90, a hundred days on market. Yep. Those are the yep. ones where they've been, it's been hanging out there for a while and they're getting antsy at that point. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Cause again, for me, 30 days is where I put it. I have yet to have a seller take my first disrespectful offer. So day 31 is when they start coming for me. But to your point, that's just a, hey, I'm here. Yeah. I expect you to tell me no, but then I put you on a clock where every two weeks I'm following up until either I get it or it closes somewhere else or you take it off. And then, yeah, I would say I'd have to go back and check for sure, but it kind of feels usually by day 75. So that would be three follow-ups we actually start having serious yeah. conversations because between day 31 and day 75, it may have sold to someone else. It may have been pulled off or you've gotten my offer now three times and you know, I'm not going higher, right? That's just how I roll. Um, but to me, it's a process, right? Disrespectful offers the first time are so low. They're never, I've never had one accepted date the first time personally. Yeah. And if somebody comes in and doesn't bother to get the context or the backstory and they just throw this, if somebody feels like they're just throwing offers all over the place, you're less likely to, even if you are doing that, you don't want to necessarily make it appear that you don't right. really care about this house, that you're just running through the numbers. But if somebody feels that you're, you're, you're in it, you get it, you understand it. You've been having the conversations you've been, mm -hmm. you know, your agents doing their job. Yep. And you're following up, you're proving you're a willing up, buyer. How are yep. things going? Anything changed? The other thing too, that can happen over that time is a seller might do some price drops and then your yep. gap isn't quite as the psychological gap is not here. It's more here yep. and then it's more exactly. tolerable. Okay. It, it is a psychological like step down process that people yeah. go through. So now, and it takes so, time. So now let me put some numbers on this because everybody's going to ask us, what is a disrespectful offer? As always, it's always about your market in your buy box. I can only give you mine. For me, a disrespectful offer in my market in 2023 starts at 20% and could go as high as 30-ish percent. I am not currently making 50% offers. That is not the market I'm in. That is that is that doesn't make anything happen. But I am seeing traction over 20 with a peak of around 30%. Now, let's be clear. I have written offers at 50% off, but that was 2010, 2011, 2012, because deals were everywhere and I only needed one or two, uh, but that's not the market we find ourselves in. So in my market today, it's 20 or 30. In some markets, it might be 10% if the market's that hot. But again, know your market, do the work. Don't just guess. Yeah. So I'm thinking for us, it, I would say it's probably around 10 because we're in an area where our average sale price is right around 100% of list. Sometimes yeah. a little over, sometimes a hair under, but it's running pretty close to a hundred percent, even with what's going on in our market still. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, the ultra luxury, you know, those ones people expect you to offer way low on those. And those could be 20, 30, sometimes yeah. even under. Cause sometimes those, sometimes with the ultra luxury, those list prices almost feel like they just pulled it out of thin air just to see, yeah. let's just see what happens. The last $12 million, you know, just yeah. that sounds they take 5.2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then a year later, it sells for way, you know, 50% of that. So, I mean, I don't know, but that might be a little bit of extreme example, but, um, but we've had buyers even just over this last weekend that had offers accept had their offer accepted 
on a property that had been on the market over about, I think it was about 80 days or so on the market. And it was a very specific type of property, but in a really, really fantastic area. Nice. Um, and it was a little bit of a niche property like we're talking about. It's not going to fit for everyone, but it really fit for them. Mm-hmm. And there had been another one really similar to it that had been on the market even longer that was the same price. And so it's just having that knowledge and the conversations and knowing like, okay, we know the history of this. We know the history of these neighboring properties. We know this is what's going on with the price. And this is the price that makes sense for our buyers. This is the only price that makes sense for our buyers. Yeah, We hope it doesn't rub you the wrong way, but we wanted to put it out there and here's the reasons why. Yeah, And we hope we can have a conversation and reach an agreement. And we did because that seller was ready. You know, the yeah, the seller was ready and they didn't, um, they didn't, uh, they didn't balk. They didn't tell us to go kick Pass rocks on. and never come yeah, they, back. They didn't say they, any of that. Yeah. So again, what I'm hearing you say is you got a double digit discount for one of your buyers on a niche property because you knew the work you had, you had days on market. And again, what people don't realize, at least this is my opinion, again, disagree. Everybody talks about list price. But in my opinion, the seller doesn't make the deal. It's the buyer. It's a mutual agreement. Yeah. List price is, for all intents and purposes, a starting point. Oh, absolutely. That's a conversation that listing agents or good listing agents don't have with their sellers a lot of the time. Like, I don't, I would tell people all the time, I don't make the price. You don't make the price. What you need to sell for doesn't make the price. It's what the buyers offer. Because without the buyers offering, there is no deal. There's no transaction. So it's exactly. the buyers that drive the price. And some buyers need to be aware of that too. Cause if these sellers are asking these crazy prices, like it's the buyers creating. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The buyers are setting the market. Looks like we may have lost Beth Traverso. Uh, it looks like it's paused. So we're going to call this video. But again, folks, remember it's time for disrespectful offers.